What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now. People aren't very confident that Montreal's got this thing in the bag. That's right. We all know, but there's just something going on. Vegas is the better team. We all know that. They check pretty much every box. But I just think Montreal's got God on their side. How about that? Why he's not on the Golden Knights side is something we're going to have to talk about later. How else do you explain it? No, but I got some ideas. How else on that. do you explain what's going on? Vegas is better. Wait a minute, maybe because it's Sin City. This is the Rod Peterson Show. We're cooking with gas today. It oh. is. Uh, we got a lot of breaking news, which I'll get to in a moment. <coughs> Welcoming our new viewers and listeners into hour two of what we call the second half kickoff here of the Rod Peterson Show. It is um, brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Stanley Cup playoffs and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. We're talking sports today on an ominous day uh, here in the rectangle. And we'll give that a mention a little later, too. Uh, Last hour, Julie Stewart-Binks was with us from Drinks with Binks, famed uh, U.S. sportscaster from Manhattan. Coming up here an hour, too, James Duffy from TSN, a man who needs... No introduction. The breaking news of which I speak. And it's all interesting. From a sports aspect, the Seattle Kraken have hired Dave Hackstall as their first ever head coach, the Seattle Kraken. My phone continues to go off from hockey people. Uh, Rick Tockett interviewed multiple times. Rick Tockett wanted that job. People are wondering, how does Tockett not get that job? But... It's the half-shoulder shrug that I'm giving on a lot of things today. Mm. It's their team. They got their reasons, and he hasn't even coached a game yet. So let's see how it works out. He's been with the Leafs the last couple of years. Philadelphia before that with middling success. Not much success there. But whatever. Let's not poo-poo the hiring. Yeah. It's their team. Until we see it in action. It's just not a sexy hire. Right? It's just not a sexy hire. It doesn't get you that excited. It's actually interesting, by the way, 
Chris Bird in Toronto writes in and says, money talks. And I'm like, Chris, are you talking about this issue with the Kraken? Because that's what people are saying, that maybe it came to, they couldn't pay talk it, maybe what he wanted, and maybe Dave Haxtell comes cheaper. You'd like to think that they want, will hire the best coach, but I don't know, you're an expansion team, you want to make it a splash, don't you? Was Gerard Gallant sexy, really, when the Vegas Golden Knights hired him? And he only took him to the Stanley Cup final. So you're making a case for Hackstall here. That he's cheaper. Um, but maybe he's not sexy, but he might still take him to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Like maybe, you know, you, it's such a hard thing to do. You got, I think you've got a good general manager in Seattle, like Ron Francis. Right. You got to have the right coach now. It'll go a long way to... to That's the thing. We're sitting here saying, not we... A lot of hockey people are poo-pooing this hiring of Dave Hackstall in Seattle. But who knows? In two, three years, they might have won a Stanley Cup. They're probably going to finish ahead of the Vancouver Canucks anyways. I mean, who, who are we to say that it's a bad hire? But the Vegas Golden Knights just laid out. I mean, they blazed the trail in every regard. Getting to the Stanley Cup final in year one. Like, they got a, they got a tough task. But who do we say to say they hired the wrong guy? Well, because that's now the litmus test. If they don't do what Vegas did, it's going to be deemed as a failure. Exactly. And that's a tough, tough. The bar is real high. Mm. Chris Bird in Toronto says, go on, goes on to say, Rod, good point, but I was referring to the retiring CFL players. So, well, money talks in every regard, as you know, right? It's also the root of all evil. Troy in Toronto from Sober Athletic Wear says maybe the first coach could only last two to three years, so Seattle may want to bring in a big name for the second hire. Well, that's what Vegas did. Peter DeBoer was a big name. Yes, but you're not going into this thinking, all right, we're going to hire this guy because we're going to fire him in two years, and then we're going to really get excited about our team, right? You wouldn't think so. And I'll say this, I think about it all the time when I see these signings and hirings and the owner and the GM have that prized quarterback there they're shaking hands with or the head coach, and they're just all smiling. They're all proud. And I'm like, it's like a divorce. Over half of these are going to end in divorce. So let's just enjoy it today. Because as you said, the people in the back of the hall at that wedding reception are like, oh man, how long am I giving this? Thank God I didn't spend more than I did on my present. Exactly. What was what was the other thing you said? What is she seeing? Him? What is she seeing him up? Who are we to say? It's their team, their business. Good luck. And then the other breaking news: Robin Leonard will start tonight in goal for Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, at the Montreal Canadiens. My reaction: mm. He's good. Flurry's good. It's going to take more than the goalie to win tonight in Montreal. I'll be glued to it. 6 p.m. Mountain face-off on the People's Network, and I don't know how to feel about this. I will be in a glass case of emotion all night long. The Golden Knights are facing elimination. However, as my, he's not a good friend, but associate, acquaintance, Gino Retta said on That's Hockey, the Knights were down 0-1 against Minnesota, came back and won. They were down 0-2 against Colorado, came back and won. Down 3-2 against Montreal, who apparently has God on their side. I still could see this happening. At least get to game seven, and then you're at home. So obviously it's must win because they're facing elimination. But that's the breaking news there. 
And then breaking news from the Canadian Football League. And as I think we're all noticing, the news isn't necessarily good this week. Courtney Stephen has announced his retirement. Longtime Canadian, very good defensive back for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. He's the latest to retire. So if you watch this show every day for the full two hours, you'll be up to date on everything. You'll know everything. Or at least you'll have our opinion on it. But the rest of the country is just now waking up to these retirements and people are writing in going, what's going on? They're tweeting at us. Why are they all retiring? And honestly, it's not their fault. I opened the week with that. Mm-hmm. I had been told, be prepared. There's going to be a lot of retirements coming from veteran big names in the CFL. And I'm, I'm thinking, why? We're playing. But you dig a little deeper and you realize these guys have had to go out and get other jobs. And now they finally... The rubbers hit the road. They have to make a decision if they're going to go to training camp or not. And Courtney Stephen has said, I can't. Derek Dennis has said, I can't. Brad Sinopoli has said, I can't. Chad Jeter has said, I'm getting on with my life. Taylor Loeffler has said the same. They're adding up, Moose. Oh, yeah. They really are. And that's the part that sucks. But you wait as long as you can to make this decision because you just want to push it off. It, you really, they don't want to retire. They want to play. So they're looking for every possible way to play and under every stone for an opportunity and around every corner. But it just doesn't happen. And eventually you have to make that tough choice. It's not going to be the same CFL when we come back. It's going to be a lot different. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, didn't you hear Jeff the Stamps fan? Players come and go all the time. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. It's not going to look that much different at all. Of course. Did you, were you watching the XFL? You didn't know any of the players of that. <laughs> Still football. It's tough. It's going to be really, really tough. I don't know what else to say about it. It's good. <clears throat> Our official betting partner, come on, just tweeted. It's caught my attention. Us talking about Grey Cup odds. How are you going to set odds for the Grey Cup now and you don't even know who's going to be playing? <laughs> really? Uh... I see Cody Fajardo just tweeted he was at a rodeo in Reno, Nevada last night throwing footballs. Thanks to the folks who sent that to us. Todd Pinckney being one. Um, So he's not here yet. You got to get that stuff in because come this weekend, you'll be, they'll be all in quarantine this weekend and coming down and then for six months or till, you know, you know, if you're lucky and you get to a great cup in December, you're going to be pretty restricted no matter what the country is. The country could be wide open. CFL players will still be restricted. That'll be the tough part. You know, it's not just wide open. They won't be able to go out for dinner and go to different places. And they won't be able to grocery shop without their masks on. They're going to have to abide by a different set of rules. And so he's going to the rodeo and doing all that stuff before he goes. Getting it out of his system. Get it out of your system. Another one. Breaking news from the CFL. Another retirement to Kobe Cofield. Yep, left tackle, friend of the show, Tacoby Cofield has retired from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. That just came to my phone. News at 11. Um, from Tank Abbott, he says, can't be any worse than the XFL, right? What are you talking about? What do you, I don't understand. I'm a block. You got, what do you mean? One viewer wrote in here earlier. It was uh, the guy in Lloyd Minster, William May. I don't know if you guys can find it or not. He said he had to look up Milestone Sask. He didn't even know what it was. My hometown. Do you know why it's always had a population of 639? It's never changed, even from when I left. 
30 years ago. The population's never changed because every time a girl gets pregnant, a guy leaves town. That's a banquet joke that probably shouldn't have been saved for national television. I knew that one. I was searching my brain for that one. I just forgot it. (laughs) Because you had told me that one before. Actually, tomorrow night, I got to give a speech to a group in Winnipeg virtually. And I'm just like, it's been so long since I've given this speech. I hope I don't screw it up. Do you know what I mean? It's been so long since I've been in front of a group of people. And this is going to be virtual. Andrew Miller watching on YouTube says, Coach Dickinson said we should be ready for some eye-opening cuts with guys coming in not in shape. Perhaps these retirements are an early version of this too. Guys jumping before they get pushed, probably. And I, uh, it's funny when people were saying, you know, Dickinson, maybe he was trying to fire guys up. Maybe he was trying to uh, light a fire under him. It's a little late for that. If they're not in game shape now, they're not going to get in a week to come in here for training camp. I love me some Craig Dickinson. We used to go for lunches all the time and talk about things that had nothing to do with football. Just talk about life. I love that guy. But man, did he tick off a lot of players with that comment. He ticked off a lot of players. And it's kind of sad that this is where they are. And that's my commentary today on Cat Country 98 FM and Rock 98.5 FM is the way back. Great movie, by the way, starring Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Really good movie. Kind of mirrored my life in a way. But the way back for the CFL is so long. And yeah, people are going to flock to the stadiums. There's no doubt. But as one guy said to me the other day, for how long? Just that marketing thing and getting people to sell tickets. You're losing. There's still going to be a lot of big name guys in the CFL. No doubt. We're talking about Cody Fajardo and stuff. But just... These American people writing me all the time saying, Rod, the only place I get CFL coverage is you. Like, in this country, the CFL's kind of been forgotten a little bit. Am I right in that? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I don't. I think people, they've forgotten about it. I mean, even when you talk about sports coming back and we hear all the pandemic stories, the CFL's not included. Like, the CFL not playing isn't included in the stories of things that happened or didn't happen in 2020 and throughout this pandemic. That's what's kind of tough, you know, as we deal with this whole situation. Um, it needs to be top of mind. It's just not. It just hasn't been. Well, from uh, Mike Lee watching, Map Lee, he says perhaps some of the CFL retiring players are considering the conditions of living circumstances for the upcoming season. And if you've been watching the whole show, this is what I would give to that, Darren. He might be on to something there. How about that? None of this, by the way, the CFL's fault, really. And what we're talking about is what Farhan reported on SportsCenter a while back. These players aren't going to be able to leave their dwellings for six months. Mm-hmm. These are the CFL health and safety protocols. And these guys are coming up from Texas, Florida, you name it, where they've been living wide open for six months and go, I got to do what? And you're going to pay me what? That's the headache that the CFL is looking at right now. So guys are just jumping before they get pushed, as they say. Ah, here's another one. John in Winnipeg. John Ohm. Ohm. I watched the Riders' general meeting last night on Zoom. The millions lost is heartbreaking. Hopefully them and the rest of the league can recover. 
There's a guy in Winnipeg sitting on a Wednesday night watching the Saskatchewan Rough Riders annual general meeting on Zoom. That's a fan. $7.5 million loss posted by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in 2020. So, <laughs> my point, Mandy is laughing at my joke earlier about the population of my hometown. I don't think it's that inappropriate. I don't think so. I'm poking a joke in my hometown. I know. They get it. I get it. Uh, We got James Duffy coming up. I want to mention, too, the CEBL tips off tonight. Watch it on CBC Gem, streaming from the CEBL website. They've got the new streaming service there, OTT, from the CEBL. It's the Niagara River Lions at the Ottawa Blackjacks tonight. It's another league that's getting hardly any coverage, and I don't understand why. Because if you watched it, you'd love it, especially live. Very good. Uh, Saturday night, the Saskatchewan Rattlers are at the Fraser Valley Bandits. That's in the Vancouver area. So I'm just saying, pay attention. And I hope we get some scores from that league on the national networks and so forth because it's a bunch of great guys doing a great job. The commissioner is Mike Morreale, one of the coolest cats you'd ever want to meet. We're going to pause and be back with James Duffy. You are watching the RP Show. And this has been the second half kickoff presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Stanley Cup playoffs and the Seattle Kraken fan club. You're watching on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Absolutely. And by the way, don't mind me. I'm just tweeting our official betting partner. Come on. Canada has their Grey Cup odds out. You can follow them on Twitter. Make your Grey Cup futures bet today at comeon.com or download the app. Just before we bring James Duffy on the screen, we've got things to talk about with him. Several Ontario horse racing fans will be allowed back to watch live events starting next week. Jim Lawson, our good friend, the CEO of Woodbine Entertainment, says they've been cleared for 25% capacity starting Canada Day down there at Woodbine. we got to get Jimbo on to talk about that. A great day for him there. The Seattle Kraken have hired Dave Hackstall as their first ever coach. And Robin Leonard starts in goal for the Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team tonight at Montreal in Game 6 in do or die. So now let's bring in James Duthie, TSN's hockey host. A lot of things, James, to go through there. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. How you doing, buddy? Good, good, good. Well, you guys had that live racing last Thursday night from, or sorry, last summer, every Thursday night from Woodbine. That's pretty big news to open that place up. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, every little step to fans at any sporting event I see is positive news. Let's hope we can get uh, by August full buildings for the Canadian Football League. That's my next big goal. I was just going to say the CFL fan that you are for sure. If it's 25% July 1st there, 35% by August, maybe not a huge stretch. Hey, Dave Hackstall. Nobody (laughs) saw that coming. No, nobody whatsoever. Usually the insiders, our insiders, or Elliot or someone. Um, It's an interesting choice. I I think people seem to be ripping it on social media, and that's fine. I, I, I don't ever like when a decision is 
obliterated before you've even given the guy a chance. I mean, a year in, if if you look like they have decent potential through the expansion draft and the deals they make, and then they suck, I suppose you can say something. It, it's a curious choice. Uh, his tenure in Philadelphia, he had his great first year, which happened to coincide with Shane Goss's bear coming into the league and having that unbelievable first year. And then they kind of, I think they made the playoffs, what, two in his two years in his three and a half? I guess he was fired in his fourth year. It, it's, it's an odd choice to me. I have this theory, Rod, that some guys just probably interview really well. And in a situation like this, uh, maybe he's an awesome a guy in the interview room as to outlining what his plan is. And, uh, and that's what sold them on. Well, I don't know who all the candidates were, but I got word this morning that Rick Tockett had three interviews. I can't imagine how many Hackstall had, but I'm with you. Hasn't coached a game yet. Good for them. But let's say this about the Golden yeah. Knights before we segue into game six. Man, have they made it hard for any expansion team moving forward to match what they've done. And it will be impossible because the rest of the league was caught off guard by this particular situation and completely had no experience with an expansion draft and thus made those crazy deals because they were so petrified of certain players being taken. Uh, you know, the Florida one is probably the prime example where you give up two guys so they don't take another guy and those two guys end up being staples on the Golden Knights for for years so i do not think i think that nhl teams have all learned the lesson so i don't think we'll see all those trades that we saw with vegas uh for teams to avoid having them pick a certain guy so i think you're going to have more of a traditional expansion franchise here i really do where you know maybe they'll be competitive right away but not do what vegas has done i think this is a once in a uh, hockey lifetime yeah, and good for them, by the way. And, and I'm hearing to not expect the trades that Vegas pulled off. You nailed it. A traditional expansion draft here. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, hey, Robin Leonard tonight, sounds like. Were you surprised? That would be my selection. I'm a little surprised only because when you make the decision to go back to Flurry after Leonard wins... To me, that was a non-conventional decision only because you usually go with the goalie who's just won. So when DeBoer goes back to, to Fleury, he says ostensibly Marc-Andre was tired, so he needed a couple of day off, days off. But that basically says that he's your guy. Was Fleury great in the last game? No, but he had zero support. I didn't think he was awful. Um, and so it's kind of a weird... You, you risk here if you do lose that Peter Boer afterwards, there's going to be a lot of criticism about going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth like this. I, I cannot remember the last time, uh, maybe one of your listeners is better on trivia than me, that you had goalies go back and forth for four straight games. Uh, I, I don't remember my time covering the Stanley Cup playoffs. So, so there's a risk in the criticism. Uh, but having said that, I would have gone, gone with Leonard too. I just feel like there's a fragile team right now on the ice and you you go with recent memory and your best recent memory is Robin Leonard getting the win in game four. So I know I've, I've contradicted myself here. I'm surprised by the decision because I thought when he went back to Flurry that was his guy, but I think it's probably the right move as far as your best chance to win. You're 
You're bang on. There's no rhyme or reason for how they start their goalies. I realized that last year in the playoffs, and I'm a Vegas fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a long-suffering right. Vegas fan. We've never won a Stanley <laughs> All those cup. years. Yes, All those we've never years. won a cup. So I, I feel for you, Rod. Yeah, <laughs> they're both they're both good goalies, and they're not the problem. And I, I actually enjoyed watching the, your panel roast Mark Stone last night because he'll be watching it all morning in his hotel room in Montreal, firing him up on Sports Center. And that's right. you, you know that's how it works, right? Those guys are all well. Yeah, you know but they're should, watching. should they have should they have not been fired up before the last game? I mean, they basically haven't done anything all series, and that's to me is by far the most shocking thing here although i guess if we watch montreal carefully the last three games against toronto or the games against winnipeg uh, really none of the star players have done anything in any of those three series from game five on against toronto so i just i i have relentless praise for what the haves have done systematically here they just there's just no room for any of these guys but Hockey coach cliche, your best players have to find a way to break through in a situation like this. So you're right. Stone will be uh, mucho motivated tonight. Look, growing up in Ottawa, I will have to ask if you were a Habs fan. And with what's (laughs) going on in Montreal, how do you explain what's going on? Because I've said God's involved here. And maybe it's because they're going against (laughs) Sin City. I don't know. Habs fans are angry at that. They're like, no, we're playing well. Stop with the God stuff. Something's going on, James. I don't know what it is. Uh, so I was not a Habs fan. In, in Ottawa, you, you, you're right. You either loved the Habs or hated them. And obviously, I grew up in the time when it was the dynasty in the 70s. And so I, I couldn't stand the Canadians. I wasn't a Leafs fan either. There was no Senators back then. I was a Chicago Blackhawks fan, long story. And then I was an Islanders fan because I followed Denny Pot fan, who was an Ottawa boy, to. And that was good timing for me because they won a bunch of Stanley Cups. But uh, I, it's, it's one of the more remarkable stories, I think, in the last 20 years of Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, whatever happened, I really want to go back and watch Game 5 of the Leafs series because when they walked off the ice after Game 4, losing 4 nothing, completely lifeless, completely defeated, done. And everyone who said the series was over, I don't think you can criticize them because Montreal showed absolutely no signs of any life. And to step on the ice and what we've seen now through the rest of that series in Winnipeg, it's an absolutely, completely different hockey team. I think it's probably as simple as your goalie's unbelievable. You start to believe in your goalie. Uh, you have big 4D in front of them or playing rock solid. And suddenly you get belief and all the forwards commit to doing all the little stuff the coaches are saying, all that boring neutral zone, get back, get your man, get your sticks in the way, block shots, all that stuff. And it suddenly just kind of all comes together magically. But it's, uh, it's, it's been something. This is probably the most least likely run, well, I guess Vegas, since Vegas, your team, uh, in, in year one. But at least we saw that coming in the regular season, right? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? I love Carey Price so much. It's win-win for me. I wouldn't tell the Golden Knights that. Our friends there. Yeah. How can you not? He's awesome. He's awesome. And you look at how much fun they're having. Suzuki and Kokniemi pounding each other at the news conference the other night. You know, right? You saw that. Cole Caulfield. How you not love him? Like you can't not like this team. So. So quick, quick, quick. Carey Price story. The the year that Carey was drafted was the year. when they had the draft just in Ottawa, the small draft, or I guess because of the lockout and such. And uh, uh, what was it? Yeah, would that, would that have been his draft year? I'm trying to f- f- figure it out. Anyway, <laughs> um, 
whatever it was, it was the one who went to Ottawa that wasn't the big draft. There was no fans there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mind is all mush as far as blending times and years together. But uh, so I was hosting that draft and uh, Price got drafted. And then I was I was done for a little while because there was no Canadian team. So I, I wasn't going to have to talk on television for a few minutes. So I, I just went backstage to get a muffin or something. And, and Price was sitting alone at a table. I guess he'd done his couple. It wasn't the usual where you get thrust into six hours of media. There just wasn't that many media there. So he's sitting alone. I sit down next to him and it's just this 18 year old kid. And he goes, so what's Montreal like? I said, Oh, Montreal is awesome. You're going to love it. And he, it's like, a, it's, you know, it's vibrant downtown and his eyes are all wide. And just to watch this 18 year old kid become this, you know, 30 something as cool as can be best goaltender in the world. I, I always think back to that because he was your typical wide eyed, kid who was just so so excited to be drafted by this this franchise and uh i'm a big fan anaheim lake bc tri-city american and he's only 33 <laughs> right. you know, it feels like he's been around f- forever he's still got a lot of years left and i'm glad you Crazy. shared that story i just love a kid like that uh canada's vegas by the way montreal that's what uh my friends and i talked to it about <laughs> hey we had Ju- Ju- julie stewart binks with us last hour and she had your book Binksy. over her shoulder yeah binksy what a beauty yeah, she, she is speaking of beauty she sent me a text she sent me a text with the with the I actually ask all people in the business now, and I don't know why you don't have it behind your rod. I guess I didn't send you. It's at home. That's a shame on my part. It's got it. It's got. Should be included in the set. It's got to replace one of those football helmets. Tell the guys. Yeah, what's virtual? By the way, this is a green screen, James. Not that you care, but I don't even have it behind me in my own set. That's that's embarrassing. Well, you know what? Somewhere back there, I think. How have the sales been? By the way, because. It's so funny. You know, there's not a lot of books that I read that you like. You bust out laughing. You must have had a riot right. putting that together. Yeah, it was good. I just, uh, I'm trying, I'm really not trying to plug here because uh, they put out the uh, paperback early and I just got them a couple of weeks ago. So uh, nice. it did really well. I mean, it was a number one national bestseller, which I'm, I'm proud of. And uh, no, no thanks to me, just thanks to the stories that everybody gave me. I think that it was, I think we, I, you had me on when I was plugging it the first time and it was just tons of fun, right? Just uh, basically, I sat on the phone or in person with guys and just let them tell stories for an hour and picked out my favorite ones and wrote them up in the book. So it was a real kick. Yeah, well, you can, you'll get this. Can you get Michael Landsberg to write a book so he would get it? Because you and I both have. So when I was on Off the Record and completely bombed because I had an anxiety blackout, he said on the air <laughs> to me, What's the best story you didn't put in? What? Right. Why would I not put in the best story? Like, what? Do you, what? <laughs> right. Right. Like, I, I suppose. I suppose. In, I've had, and I was asked that question multiple times on you know all the book interviews I did, and I think I was just like you, Rod. I, I don't think I had an answer. There was probably a couple that, you know, I wanted the book to be able to be read by, you know, kids as well, right? Like I was, I used to read <laughs> hockey books all the time when I was ten, eleven years old. So I probably left up, a, left out a couple of racy ones. Um, but I can't think of one off the top of my head, and I probably couldn't repeat it on your show anyway. There you go. Well, ki- kids love bathroom humor, so the Luongo story would uh, <laughs> right out of the gate. There you they go. Would, they would love that. There, one. You, go. there Jed, you go. Before we let you go, because you're on the CFL's rights holder, and you are a dyed in the wool Ottawa Rough Riders uh, fan, your thoughts on the <laughs> CFL's return? How much are you following? What's going on? Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, I that was a real hole in my life last year, not just work wise, 
I, of course, don't do, uh, you know, Rod and the boys do all season just because the hockey season's so long. I take some time off in the summer, but I always am fortunate enough to do Never, I always forget to turn off my phone when I'm on with you. Um, so uh, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a dark summer not having it. It's a, it's a massive part of my summers every year, and uh, I just can't wait to get it back. And like I said, I hope. You're right. I think 35 percent, maybe 40 percent by August, and maybe by September, October, we're we're close to capacity. Uh, that would be my hope. I don't see why not. If you know we get to 80 percent double vaxxed or whatever it is, so uh, I think we have a real chance at a semi-normal season. And I wasn't sure that was going to happen back in even early spring. As they say, you don't know what you have till you till it's gone. And it's been gone, but at least it's coming back. So, James, uh, well, TSN's a huge staple of my life. I watch you guys every single day. I love it. Keep up the great work. It's, a, it's an honor to talk to you, and I appreciate you fitting us in today. Oh, no, honor to be on your show. Thanks for having me, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Have a good day. James Duffy out in Toronto joining us. And by the way, if you could only, I've often said to my friends, if you could only have one channel for the rest of your life, only one, what would it be? And for me, it's TSN and Game Plus. What's yours? Yeah, it's there too. Yeah. For sure. Used to be A&E, honestly, back when it was really good, when it had an American Justice and Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, yeah. And, Storage right? Wars was just getting going. Right, yeah. Ones, that, that's why I don't watch that. For now, it's TSN. Couldn't live without it. We'll uh, come back with a sports update. More breaking news today. We'll jump more into this Seattle Kraken story. And, of course, the always popular viewer takeover where we will turn it over to you. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Big day. Really big day. Game six. Vegas at Montreal. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, has written in and says, uh, since the referees have been a hot topic, tonight Kelly Sutherland and Eric Furlat back from game five to be tonight's officials. I don't care who the refs are. Do you? No. No. Don't care. Let's do a sports update first. I mentioned this with Duffy earlier. I'll mention it again because I think this is pretty big news. Ontario horse racing fans will be allowed back to watch live events starting next week. Jim Lawson, the CEO of Woodbine Entertainment, formerly the chairman of the CFL's Board of Governors, says both Woodbine Racetrack in Toronto and Woodbine Mohawk Park will allow spectators at 25% capacity starting Canada Day. The move comes after the Ontario government announced Thursday, that's this morning, it will move into the second stage of its reopening plan next Wednesday. So if it's 25% on July 1st in Ontario, could we reasonably expect 35% by August, which is what the CFL needs to play? I don't see why not. So that's good news. But I'll be betting on the Dark Horse app. I don't need to be there in person. Big partners of ours last year, the Dark Horse Sports Wagering, uh, Horse Racing 
wagering app. The Seattle Kraken hired Dave Hackstall today as head coach of the expansion franchise that will begin play this fall. Hackstall will lead the first-year organization in his second head coaching job in the NHL. He coached the Philly Flyers from 2015 to 2019, spent the past two seasons as a Maple Leafs assistant. The 52-year-old coached the Flyers to two playoff appearances, but both were first-round losses, and he was fired midway through his four seasons. He coached at uh, UND for 11 years and was an off-the-board hire six years ago for then-Philadelphia general manager Ron Hextall, just as he is for Francis this time. Montreal Canadiens can reach the Stanley Cup final for the first time since 1993 with a win tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights. They're hosting Game 6 up 3-2. 6 p.m. face-off, CBC. That's mountain time. The L.A. Clippers have already erased 0-2 series deficits against Dallas and Utah to reach the Western Conference Final, but it won't be as easy this time against the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul reportedly intends to play for the Suns in tonight's Game 3 after being sidelined for the first two games while in the league's health and safety protocols. Meanwhile, whether five-time All-Star Kawhi Leonard returns for the Clippers from a right knee injury remains to be seen. And Anthony Kay is scheduled to start for Toronto against Baltimore's Dean Kramer as the Blue Jays and Orioles open up a four-game set in Buffalo. Jays rookie Alec Manoa was suspended for five games for throwing at Baltimore's Michael Franco last weekend. Manoa appealed the discipline, and the suspension will be delayed until after he appeals the process. The last place Orioles have lost five in a row. And Brooke Henderson and Alina Sharp are the two Canadians teeing off today at the KPMG Women's PGA Championship in Georgia. Henderson has three top six finishes in the last four years at the event and won the tourney back in 2016. The sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors. And you saw, I have pilfered all for myself my favorite almond coconut. What I love is I would love it the most around here, and there's enough of these bars around for everybody. Yeah, there is. So I can take my favorite. That's right. But mine's Almond Coconut. RP Show viewers get 25% off with the promo code RPSHOW. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. Trent Bruner writes in from Norway. He says, Norway calling. I predict Montreal wins. Not reading anymore. How about that? Regarding Chris Paul... So he missed the last two games because of the NBA's health and safety protocol. Is it just me? Because I'm sitting there looking at the CFL going, if the big boys like the NBA can't get CP3 playing in the NBA Finals, West Conference Final, what the heck's going to happen to the Canadian Football League? Because the health and safety protocols, they're no joke in Canada. See what I'm saying? I'm saying in America they're taking it this serious. Oh, yeah. What the heck is going to happen in Canada? I mean, this crowd capacity thing for the CFL to play at 35%, that's one hurdle, but there are many more that I don't think people realize, and it mostly relates to my number one hurdle, which is the COVID variant vaccination rollout, health and safety protocols. This just seems very tenuous to me as we sit here on June the 24th. Yeah, no, it is. We don't really know. And if all it takes is that variant going one way and completely changing that, Maybe the vaccines aren't doing what they need to do against the variant. Like, it's so fragile, right? It, 
it could come down real, real fast. But um, I'd like to stay optimistic and think we'll be able to get to a good place for the Canadian Football League. But look at we have to stay open to the fact that hey, it might change really fast. And you're right, the, the health and safety protocols, they're no joke here, and especially for the players and these teams. Like, the fines will be heavy. Contracts will be terminated if you're not following the protocol. Like, it's not going to be, you know, loosey-goosey here at all. Well, fun to follow. Uh, we have learned so much in the pandemic, and that is that most Canadians, and I'm sure Americans are the same, they got their lives, they got their jobs, they got their kids. They just want to watch the games. Yeah. And they want to rely on people like us to give them the news of what's going on. So we're trying to do that. But they're not getting into the minutia of what we're getting into. I guess they rely on us to cover that. But they just, do you think that people's hopes are getting up too high? That's what's worrying me about the CFL right now is that we're setting up for another big fall. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I know. But it's just that it's that second shoe to drop. The uh, Jason Bisick says, would Manoa miss five games or five starts? He'd miss five games, which he clearly still doesn't want to do because he's appealed that. But it's they still dress for every game. They just don't start every game. Correct? Yeah, they're all available. Yeah. Even if they're not available. Does that make sense? Yes. They, they're all allowed to play. From Alan Lee, the intern. He says, conspiracy theory, LeBron is allowed to play when he went to a party and Chris Paul doesn't get the same treatment. The NBA doesn't want Chris Paul to succeed. I think Chris Paul's lack of success in the NBA is because of Chris Paul. How about that? How about that? And I also think, (laughs) do we have to go back? This is a conversation from two years ago. There are different sets of rules in society for different people. We know that, right? The NBA is no different. LeBron is in his own class compared to everybody else. They're going to let him away with more things. Let's take a time out. I want to hear from everybody when we come back on the full-on viewer takeover here in overtime. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Ah, this is like my favorite part of the show, I think. I know for a fact that it's Monty's favorite part of the show. And I've been enjoying the good-natured kibitzing and ribbing for the most part, throughout these Stanley Cup playoffs with fans of teams that my teams played, the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, But Jeff Kozak, who's actually a really good guy, but he wrote in and says, sorry, Rod, I'm going to have to miss your show tomorrow. I'll still be celebrating. He's a Habs fan. The hate that I've received, you have to understand, I've been calling the Vegas Golden Knights Canada's team for over a year. You, you've been sitting there. You know that. That's right. Can I just say this? There's some like, really mean things have been said about me, by the way, and by, I've been called worse by better. But do you see me trashing any other teams? 
I'm just really? I'm just cheering for mine. I'm not calling down Minnesota, never called down Colorado. I'm damn sure not calling down Montreal. I'm just cheering for my team. And people just can't handle it. And they want to say mean things. And and then I realized too, like some of these some of these Montreal fans that are like longtime friends of mine, like they're getting upset, some of them. Like they're threatening to end the friendship. I'm right. Like, then you were never my friend. If that's how you feel. Like through the pandemic, through politics stuff. If we lose a friendship over what you think about Donald Trump or what I think about Joe Biden or Justin Trudeau, then, then we just weren't that good of friends. Let's grow up here. Mike in Toronto says, you regularly say that Habs fans are so annoying. Yeah, that's why. I said, I'm not denigrating the team. The fan base is something different. They're getting annoying. Um, Robin Stewart's watching on YouTube and says, uh, regarding the CFL crowds, he says, vaccine card and mask should be fine. 75% CFL capacity. Stupid. Outdoor events are low risk. Look at the NHL and baseball down south. Let us go back to normal. 99.9% recoverable. Come on. Dude, that feels like a so last August discussion. Although, I do have friends in government, believe it or not. And they play on the right wing. Know what I'm saying? How about that? (laughs) And they're like, (laughs) and they're like, oh, yeah. They got to open the. They got to open the border. There's so much heat on Trudeau. They're getting so much heat. They're going to have to open the border. They're going to have to drop these restrictions. And I'm like, um, I don't see any desire by him to change anything, right? No. And I've been hearing this for months and months and months. So we'll see. Sean on YouTube says, "No hate from me, Rod. You're just wrong." Ha ha. No, that's okay. I'm just saying, if you're going to lose a friendship over a damn sporting event, that's just ridiculous. William May says, how long are you going to be a Las Vegas fan, Rod? Till they put me in the ground, William, which could be any day. From Bob in Grand Prairie. Yes, I hear from everyone except Canadian fans cheering for Montreal. What's that supposed to mean? That not all of Canada is getting on the Montreal Canadiens bandwagon? Why do you care? This guy's a Habs fan, by the way. He's been writing in all year. He's a, he, who cares? Cheer for your team. Enjoy the games. Who cares who's getting on the bandwagon or not? <laughs> From Jeff on Facebook. When will the Vegas trip and dates be announced? Over to my lovely and talented co-host i just send it right back <laughs> i don't have fingers at each other don't have an answer yet. yeah the spider-man's i don't have anything yet um but we're working on it. i hate saying that be patient please be patient please be patient please be patient patience huh it's all the best i can offer right now but it won't actually i can answer that question directly um vegas trip dates and times will be announced next may what okay so we're not going to vegas this year vegas is next year oh right this year's florida or california i believe december 
December. Yeah, no, 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 no. So if you want the Vegas trip stuff, stay tuned in May. We'll announce the Vegas trip for the following December. But the trip this winter will be somewhere warm, and uh, we'll be announcing that. I'm hoping I want to see it really soon, within, within a month or less. But Some information? Yeah, but we're kind of you know hung up by the teams, too, and schedules and that kind of thing. From... William May, he says, ha, 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 you two are like politicians. How should we feel about that? I almost spit my water out. Why? I don't know. It's, kind of, it's funny. It's good. Just pointing the finger back at you, take it. No, you take it. John Schmeiser's watching in Kansas City. He says, don't care about all the noise. I just want to see the Habs win tonight. That's fine. And I want to see my team win tonight. Tacona Pauli in Winnipeg says, true dat, Rod, we're still buds, even if you won't mention the soccer bubble. He's just all in on this Canadian Premier League soccer in uh, thing in Winnipeg. Listen, you guys got to get over it. You guys got to get over it because you don't care about what I'm into. You don't care about the Regina Pats and Connor Bedard. I don't know how big you are into the CFL or the National Lacrosse League in the rush. I, I've tried s- soccer. I don't enjoy it. The Montreal Impact played to a 0-0 tie last night with Washington, D.C. If I'd sent, spent all night watching that game, I'd have to kick my own ass. So you go watch it. You go enjoy it. Get out of my face with your soccer bubble. God. Does that feel good? A little bit. Yeah. I just broke into a sweat. Good. Yeah, we got to get off the air. People are getting weird. <laughs> Frank in Toronto is watching on the 416 from the 416. He goes, Mr. Peterson, Duffy's brother was a brutal touch football player. An insult to the game. Sorry, the truth hurts. <laughs> you like that one, eh, Clark? Now you're going to start trash talking James Duffy's brother about how he plays touch football? Wow. Hey. Oh, okay. The poll question before we go off the air today. You have 22 hours now to vote on. Are you following the NBA playoffs? 77% of you saying no. 23% of you saying yes. And I got to be in the yes category on that. Yeah. I'm following through the show more than I'm actually watching Seriously? the games. But I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy When I do watch them, I really enjoy it. It's just not top of mind because it's hockey every single night. Yes, it feels like in years past when you get down to the final four, there'd be an off night mixed in here every once in a while. But it's not the case. Well, so you're saying you're watching it because I'm giving the updates on it. That's right. That's how I'm following it through this show. When you give me the updates, that's me following it. Well, I'm a squirrel. I love the basketball. Zing, zing, zing. Action. It's Lots. fun. It's, you know, and what was going on in New York last night looked amazing. It's going to be, well, 3,500 in Montreal tonight. Still going to be fun. But you don't watch for the crowd. We'll see you tomorrow for a Flame Tech Football Friday at noon Eastern here on Game Plus. Truth's in the coffee. It's truth serum. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.